Welcome back to Ew, That's Creepy. We have another fun episode discussing cursed movies, and today, Melissa will be telling Jackie about The Crow. Although not as disturbing as The Omen, The Crow movie did face some tragedies on set. Violence and death will be discussed in this episode, and listener discretion is advised. creepy cats. I hope you didn't have any bad omens about listening to this episode. Ooh, I hope nothing bad happened to anybody. That last episode was creepy. I can't stop thinking about it and talking about it because it just blows my mind how many things happened. I know. It really does make me think differently in the film. Like, I almost never want to watch it again. Right? <laughs> my movie is... I will say, I will warn you guys, it is far less crazy than Jackie's, Sorry. but there definitely was very odd coincidences, and many of them, considering that this movie really did not shoot for that long. So without further ado, I'm talking about the movie The Crow. <laughs> what? The Crow. <laughs> and we're, not, we're not talking about Shit's Creek. <laughs> the, <laughs> let's say it at the same time, ready? The, the Crows movie, movie David. David. <laughs> the Crows movie. I. That's what I was like. What? The Crows. The Crows have eyes. Three. The, cr- the What's it? The crowning or the crowing? Something. <laughs> no, we're not talking about that. We we're talking about the movie from um, the nineties, from nineteen ninety four, and it is with. It's pretty well known because of the curses, but also because Bruce Lee's son, uh, Brandon, was the main star in it. So people really love that movie. Um, and there's and the, it was a comic first before a movie, which is pretty dope. And that is pretty cool. Yeah. Anything with Bruce Lee. I love Bruce son, Lee. I'm sure is going to be like iconic. In this movie, The Crow, I swear I have like a weird thing for, <laughs> I don't even want to say it, but like men in face paint or masks. I know it's so weird, but I like it. So in this movie, The Crow, the main character is wearing face paint for the majority of the movie. Kind of uh, similar to the Joker. It's white and black around the eyes with smiley lips. Um, let's jump right into it. The movie itself was inspired by a tragedy. Oh. Yeah. It, okay. It is very sad, but I think that's one of the reasons why the original movie was just brilliant. Because the comics were inspired by... Um, James O'Barr wrote them. Uh, and it the comic is about a musician named Eric Draven who rises from the dead in order to avenge the murder of himself and his fiance. And the sexual assault of his fiance as well. Damn, that's kind of a, that's cool, a cool plot though. Very. And so a crow, I believe, lands on Eric Draven's grave on the night before Halloween. And the comic says that a crow can bring back the souls of those who were murdered so that they can seek vengeance. Wow, that's really, oh my god, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to watch this movie now. Yeah. And maybe read the comic. Yeah, and... Obar actually wrote the comics as a coping mechanism because his fiance was actually killed in a car accident by a drunk driver. No. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's sad. Mm-hmm. James Obar said he was going down a toxic path of trying to numb his pain with drugs, alcohol, partying, 
Um, but luckily he realized that those things were not actually healing. And so he started to write and created the crow. Hmm. Although I did read elsewhere that Obar stated that writing the crow seemed to do the opposite and he kind of felt more volatile. I think that maybe just because of the tone of the crow is all about vengeance. The comic is dark, it's violent, it's sleek and sexy at the same time. It's very Sin City. Ooh. It's all in black and white. That's and cool. Yeah, if you would look up the comics, it does remind me of almost like the killing joke or a comic sort of like that with the Joker. Um, they are gorgeous, like the way they're... Um, they were drawn, so... But dark nonetheless. Yes, but kudos <laughs> to him. That's cool. I'm definitely going to have to check that out then. Hopefully it's not like $5,000 for the exchange or something. <laughs> no, the exchange always comes through. By 1994, the comics were term- turned into a film ad- adaptation directed by Alex Proyas. The film itself was going to be difficult to make because since the comics were so dark and brooding and this was the 90s, They knew they needed to have a similar vibe. At the time, Tim Burton was kind of the only person who was going for that look. So they knew that it was going to be a challenge to do the comic justice and to pull it off. So they went for the same gothic style thriller. They're ready to spend some coin on Mr. Burton. (laughs) They're like, get him up in here. He didn't work on it at all. Oh. No, he didn't work it at all. I was just bringing that up because at the time, he was all they really had. Oh, to go off of. So they're like, we don't even know what we're doing. Exactly. (laughs) They kind of just were like, we want this to be dark like a Tim Burton. Because at the time, Batman had just come out from Tim Burton. Yeah, and that was hot. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paris. That's hot. The Crow was one of those movies where it did seem like bad things just happened from day one. Let's take it from the top. Make it drop. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) You know the rest. That's some ghoul. (laughs) (laughs) We have fun. We have fun. (laughs) It's all love. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, keep going. On one of the first days of shooting, okay, but this little tidbit, the titty bit, I only read this in one article. I didn't see this anywhere else, um, but I did read that prior to shooting, filmmakers received an anonymous voicemail saying that bad things would happen if this movie was made. Ew. I only read that in one place, I don't but like that. creepy. On the literal first day of cameras filming. February 1st, 1993, an electrician who is backing up his truck accidentally hit the high-tension wires above him, and the electrician was electrocuted. The shock was so strong that they, the electrician, his internal organs were burned. Oh, my. Yeah. It, it electrocuted him from the inside out. Ooh. He did survive, but he was treated for second and third degree burns, which caused his ear to need to be removed. Oh, I am so happy he survived, though. Mm -hmm. Pretty odd. He was a similar age to the main character of The Crow, Eric Draven. He was in his mid-20s, and he was married. So that was kind of setting the tone. It was weird. Um... A truck also caught on fire the third day of shooting in a separate incident, which could not be explained at all. 
Another famous thing that happened was that during filming on one day, one worker, um, a crew member, accidentally stabbed a screwdriver through their entire hand. Oh my. Wow, this is really like from the jump. And this movie really did not film that long. I think filming was maybe two months between February and March. Um, two months of chaos, I guess. Right. So, of course, other things, you know, production and all that. But actual filming seemed to be when everything took place. And it was not that long. So that's why it's even more creepy. Yeah, that's even worse. Mm-hmm. A stunt worker at one point fell through a rooftop. He broke his ribs and a couple other bones. Um, A highly debated incident involved another set worker who drove a truck through set and almost damaged the entire movie set. How? Some say it was an intentional act because the worker was disgruntled and upset um, regarding things that had gone on during filming. Others say it was a genuine accident, a freak accident of sorts that maybe his foot just hit the gas. No one will ever know. (laughs) No one has ever said for sure what happened, but either way, it caused a ton of damage and, like I said, almost the entire set was destroyed. That should have been the sign from the start. Yep. In March 1993, the quote-unquote storm of the century happened when there was that huge blizzard which resulted in many places that typically did not get any snow were now covered. And the Crow movie set was destroyed multiple times due to the blizzard also. Wow. They should really just take that as maybe they shouldn't keep going. <laughs> yeah. So by the time they all of these things were happening, the set was getting damaged routinely and the workers are getting injured in all these really strange freak accidents. By the time that... Brandon Lee, the main star, arrived on set. They were a full week behind schedule. And for a movie, that is... That's a lot. Yeah, because at this point, if you have a date for your release, you are now pushing that back. And everything else you unplanned is pushed back. All those parties and all that. Exactly. But the film had a lot of promise. The comics were amazing. The star, um, obviously, Brandon Lee is the son of Bruce Lee. And they kept going, and they were keeping up production despite the freak accidents. Brandon Lee, this was his first leading role. He was similar to his father, where he was doing a lot of starring in action movies and things like that. So his action movies were popular at the time, but he was not doing any sort of role like this. Nothing serious, and um, especially something so androgynous. Yeah, and like hot. Yeah. (laughs) He was really stepping out of character in this role. Lee was also um, kind of the same age as as Eric Draven, the character in The Crow, and he was engaged at the time of filming. However, tragedy struck. No. During The Crow's movie on March 31st, 1993, a prop gun on set was fired at Brandon Lee with a bullet fragment launched in the chamber. What? So How? Because they were so behind on schedule, everyone was rushing. It said that they were literally filming the scene after midnight because that's how long it took for everything to get set up. And the movie was shot the majority, the entire movie is shot at night because it's very obviously dark. But yeah. they were filming after midnight and... The gun had previously been used in other scenes and was meant to be used with a blank or with a dummy cartridge. 
However, the firearm specialist and the prop person on scene that day left early because the director told them they were no longer needed. And no one made sure that the cartridge was properly inserted. Oh, that's like totally one of those things where I feel like if you were going quick, yeah, you wouldn't Mm. double check. But like, oh. And when the gun was shot in a previous scene, no one had noticed that the dummy cartridge in a previous scene had actually jammed and not fired since there was smoke and those effects to mimic real gunfire. So, yeah, when the gun was used in the next scene after that, like I said, no one realized that the dummy cartridge never ejected fully and um, they, it was supposed to be firing a blank. And so they put the blank in and when the gun was used, the force of the blank round caused the large cartridge to eject from the previous take and was sent straight into Brandon Lee's stomach. Um from no. I approximately, I think, 10 feet away. Oh, my God. Could you imagine how shook everybody probably was? Well, it's pretty horrific because, as you can imagine, he was supposed to get shot and bleed in the scene. So he did, and he was kind of writhing around in pain. And at first, the actors on set just thought he was playing his yeah. part. No one really noticed that this injury happened until blood was pulling out of Lee. It was obvious at that point that he really had been shot. Um, I mean, yeah, it's like you wouldn't really think, especially if you're an actor, you don't know. Exactly. Brandon Lee was rushed to the hospital. Um, he went, he underwent six hours of surgery on his stomach to remove the dummy cartridge, which had hit an artery, sorry, which had hit an artery in his stomach and lodged in his spine. Mm-hmm causing severe and significant blood loss. There were then six hours of blood transfusions done. However, Lee could not be saved and had passed away 12 hours after the shooting. No. Rumors were crazy after this. Many saying someone on set had done this on purpose. Um, The man who pulled the trigger... um, Let me jump down to that. His name was Michael Massey. He was the actor. He was playing a character named Fun Boy, who was a gangster. And the scene where he got shot was um, Eric Draven, the character, walked in. He returned home, and his fiance was getting attacked and assaulted right in front of him. And the scene was that the um, gangster Fun Boy immediately shot him when he walked through the door. So that was exactly what happened. Michael Massey, the actor who played Fun Boy, took a year off of acting following this incident. I'm sure. He said that so many people blamed him. So many people said that he had done this on purpose and all of these things. But Massey insisted that he was not even supposed to be handling the weapon. And the director changed the scene last minute due to them just being super behind and not on schedule. No, that's horrible because that probably, I mean, I know it gave him like PTSD, but it's like one little decision like that. Right. Yeah, so everyone, um, he obviously felt tremendous guilt. Yeah. There were also rumors going on that the Lee family was cursed since Father Bruce Lee died in his early 30s. Well, I also read that some say a Chinese group called the Triad intentionally killed Brandon to get revenge on Bruce Lee. So there is a scene in a movie with Bruce Lee where Bruce Lee is playing an actor who is shot on set by mistake with a real bullet, which is oddly ironic. Ew, that's creepy. That's like the same thing. 
Yeah, so it is kind of ironic that Brandon Lee's father died or had a movie where this was supposed to happen, and then in Brandon Lee's life, that's really how he died. I'll let me just jump into Bruce Lee's death because it is odd as well. Bruce Lee died unexpectedly at age 32 due to a second cerebral edema caused by taking a painkiller, which basically meant that the painkiller he took caused his brain to become so swollen that it caused his death. Which is, like, so random. Now, he had had, a, um, I think, a cerebral edema previously. Um, there is a story, like... There were rumors regarding his death, such as a toxic mixture of drugs, being killed by a sex worker, being poisoned on purpose by a secret society. Um, you can research that on their own, but it said that he was not, he had a headache that day and he had been experiencing headaches due to this edema and that he was with his mistress, I believe, and she just gave him a painkiller and he went to lie down for a little bit and then she went and found that he was dead. And again, they said that the painkiller um, caused his brain to swell because of the edema, and um, that was how he passed. However, many, of course, say that there is a Lee family curse and point out the fact that Bruce Lee's older brother had also died under mysterious circumstances. That's too many deaths. Yeah. They, Bruce Lee's death does seem more explainable if you go on and you read more into the medical things. Um, that was so quick. So there is, there are articles explaining it, but obviously everything could be, um, you know, you know how that goes. People could be paid off to say one thing. So who's to say, but Bruce Lee's death to me seems explainable. Nonetheless, the movie was still able to finish uh, its last week as scheduled. So the, the Crow movie still went on after Brandon Lee's passing. What? Who played the Crow? Well, Brandon Lee's family and fiance gave their blessing to the movie because they wanted to see his work. I mean, yeah, I kind of would too. Yeah, they didn't That's want... That's the last thing he did. Right. You don't want him to just pass away, basically. For nothing. For nothing. And he had been working on this movie. He would work all through the night go to bed for barely anything. Working his tail off. Yeah, work out to keep his physique because he had to have shirtless scenes. So they were like, no, he worked so hard. But Paramount Pictures dropped the movie from production and the last week of filming had to be picked up by another production company. Many scenes had to be edited and even one character removed completely from the plot because of the... Um, because of Lee's passing. Oh my god. Specifically, the actual attack and assault scene had to be heavily edited, obviously. They even had to use CGI to impose Lee's face over a stunt double for a few shots. Wow, I feel like I need to watch this now, because I... They did a great job, which I will... Really? Wow. They, they really did, because do you know what? Is They were actually inspired by Jurassic Park... The scene where the um, girl, I can't remember her name, the 12-year-old girl is dangling and the velociraptors um, in the ceiling are trying to jump up at her. Uh -huh. When she looks up, her face is actually a CGI imposed on her, which I never knew that. Wow, I didn't know that. I'm going to have to look that up. So when they saw Jurassic Park do it, they were like, okay, we can do this. And they did a great job. Again, the darkness wow. of the movie helped them. The tragedy also unfortunately seemed to help The Crow because it premiered at number one. It made $50 million at the box office. Dang. And has since been a cult classic. 
There were numerous rumors and legends created once the movie was shown that the most famous being that Lee's actual shooting was caught on camera and used for the film. However, filmmakers have vehemently denied this. And I was going to say, I don't think they would do yeah, that. Yeah, and people are not that smart because people say that they, the scene where Brandon Lee, um, in the movie, Eric Draven does get shot and people say that that was the real filming, but that's very silly because when Brandon Lee was shot, he was not actually in crow makeup and in the movie when Eric Draven is shot, he is in full crow makeup, so that wouldn't even be possible. Um... Again, filmmakers say that as soon as they learned of Lee's passing, all of the footage from that entire day was destroyed. Uh, again, Michael Massey, following the release of The Crow, again, like I said, he took a year off, and he was very outspoken, saying this event traumatized him. He said everyone blamed him, and that um, it was just horrible. Michael Massey has, he said in interviews too that there, how could you get over this? There's no way someone could get over this. Yeah, how could you? Like, not only did you just witness it and you're literally 10 feet away and you pulled the trigger, people are all saying you did it on purpose. Right. Michael Massey unfortunately passed away in 2014, which was pretty early. I think he was just in his 60s. So it kind of seemed like he never really came to peace with Hmm. this. That's sad. In retrospect, some actors have said that Brandon Lee had joked and told them that he had been having premonitions of his death and had joked in previous days about his passing. What? I could not confirm exactly who said this or any exact things, but that has been rumored that the cast afterwards did say that it was kind of odd that he was making these comments. That is so creepy. Right. So, some last tidbits. Um, you know the old Hollywood saying, all good things must continue for three more movies and a television series. <laughs> Just like the Omen. Oh my god. <laughs> the theme of supernatural crows bringing back the dead for revenge was popping. Everyone loved that shit. Just yeah. like they loved the Antichrist idea. Right. Um, I do honestly think that's a good idea, but... Num, 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 ate it up. <laughs> Literally. Everybody during this time. Eating the Crows movie up. Yeah. I do think it's a great idea, but... Yeah, it is. Similar to Jackie's, the sequels were trash. <laughs> critically trash. Yeah, the- when I said that in the in the other one, I meant they were... That's how the critics... Like, that's not my opinion. They were critically rated as trash. Yeah. The second The Crow City of Angels sequel was created with none of the same uh, writers, not the same director, and it was a disaster. The Crow, ironically, keeps attempting to reborn this, like, have this franchise reborn, which is, like, kind of similar to the movie. They, like, need this crow to come back and re- give, the, <laughs> give the franchise life again. They tried to do a sequel, The Crow, Stairway to Heaven, as a television series. And then The Crow, Salvation, followed by The Crow, Wicked Prayer. Oh my god. One of those has Kirsten Dunst in it, and she's a goth high school student trying to like help a man get out of prison who was wrongly accused or something. They just were going off okay. the rails. They just, yeah, took this whole idea to a whole other level. I did hear that the one with Kirsten Dunst, I heard that movie was good if it was just its own movie and had nothing to do with the rest of the Crows movie. Yeah, like, they are like, if this just would have been a movie and not a Crow movie, yeah, it could have had potential. Since then, rumors of 
the Crow reboot seemed to happen every other year. Stars such as Ryan Gosling, Bradley Cooper, Alex Anders Skarsgård, and Jason Momoa all have dipped their sexy little hands on it. I was going to say, get Jason Momoa up in here. Jason Momoa actually was full on with it. I think in 2018, even that recently, he had on, they posted pictures of him like in crow makeup with a director. He was ready to rock and roll. So am I. But I think, (laughs) me too, but I think because he had to drop it because of Aquaman and all of his work with that, unfortunately. Aquaman was garbage, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, That is my opinion. (laughs) Uh, so, at, at this time, it is still just a rumor that they will give it another reboot. But I kind of want... I'm very back and forth because they're not doing another sequel. They want to reboot the original. Like, you know, kind of just revamp it. I mean, yeah, they kind of should because I feel like it ha- Like, I feel like it's suffered, obviously, from his death. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's kind of just like Brandon Lee worked so hard on that. I don't know. But yeah, then, also but then also at the same time, if they're going to reboot the original, that would just give more attention to Brandon Lee's movie and all of his hard work. So True. Like they could like reboot it in his name. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what goes on with that. Again, the, you know, that movie wasn't as cursed as Jackie's. Not as, not all demonic, but... It's pretty crazy, though, because it definitely had a lot of stuff, like, happen from injuries. the Injuries. Yeah, many injuries. And like I said, everything that happened with those workers and all that was between February and March. That was it. So quick. So falling through the roof, stabbing a screwdriver Ugh. through your entire hand... Running things over, getting electrocuted to your organs and down to the bone, and then just unfortunately, Brandon Lee is passing. It really. And then just the similarities of like him even being like. Excuse me. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Him even being like the main character is weird enough. And having a fiance and he tragically yeah. lost his life. Yeah, and that guy who got electrocuted was like around the same age. Yeah, and the writer wrote this because of his own tragedy. Too much. It's very, very sad. It was traumatic. Yeah, but I really want your guys' opinions. Let me know if you think this movie was cursed, or let me know if you think that everything happened because they were just rushing and because of all these setbacks. Or let us know if you think it just has something to do with, like, the Lee family curse. Yeah, let us know about that. If you guys know yeah. more about Bruce Lee's death... um, let us know all about it because, again, it was a lot of medical things, and um, I hope that there is no such curse on the Lee family. Right? But let us know your opinion. Tell us all the things. And are you with the Crow reboot? Yeah. The Crow's movie, David. Would I know that's be... what you guys want to see. Yeah, would you be with the Crow's movie reboot? Let us know. Come talk to us. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. Yeah, go watch um, a creepy movie or maybe just watch one that'll make you laugh after that. (laughs) Right? Stay creepy. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Want to creep on us? Follow us on social media at ew, that's creepy podcast, or send us an email at ew, that's creepy podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, creepy cats.